football fans. This is Jeff Power, senior writer for Real-Time Fantasy Sports, and welcome to another edition of the Real-Time Fantasy Sports Podcast. On today's podcast, I'm going to be joined by the president of Real-Time Fantasy Sports, Mark Hanna. Mark is going to come on here and talk about all things Real-Time Fantasy Sports. We thought it'd be fun to have Mark on the show today to give us a breakdown of the company's history, what we do here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports, maybe some things you aren't aware of, and talk about the future of the company, some things that we have planned going forward here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Before I get to that interview with Mark, though, I did want to tell you about our fantasy football face-off game we offer here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports. This is a three-week contest. It's an eight-team tournament, no draft. You can take any players you want on your team, and the winners advance each week until there's a champion. There's different price points for the game. You can get in games from anywhere from $20, $50, and $100 leagues, and the champions make anywhere between $125 and $700. So if you want to get in another fantasy football game here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports, sign up for the Fantasy Football Face-Off game. It's a great game to get into after your leagues have already started and you have the itch to play some more fantasy football. Just go to Real-Time Fantasy Sports, rtsports.com, Click on the football link at the top of the page and the Money League icon, and you can get in a fantasy football face-off game at Real-Time Fantasy Sports. And now, here's my interview with the president of Real-Time Fantasy Sports, Mark Hanna. And I'm joined now by Mark Hanna, the president of Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Mark's going to come on here and talk all things RT Sports with you to give you an idea of everything that we do here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports, give you a little history of our company, and also talk about the future of real-time fantasy sports. Mark, thanks so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. It's an honor, Jeff. It's an honor to be on your podcast. <laughs> I, I, bet, Mark, I bet you've been waiting to do this for a while. <laughs> I, I appreciate you coming on, though. So first of all, uh, before we get into uh, what exactly we offer here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports and the future and all that. I, I thought it'd be fun to get a little bit of a background on real-time fantasy sports. So how did how did the company start exactly, and how did we get to where we are today? Um, yeah, it's been a long, strange journey. I'll say that. Uh, we I played fantasy football back uh, in the late '80s, early '90s. Um, I never heard of it before then. A friend of mine said, "Hey, you want to?" play this uh this new game that people play called fantasy football and i'm like what the heck is that uh, you know played it for a few years and got hooked thought it was a pretty cool idea um and right about that time i was where I'm, I'm a software engineer by trade and at that time i was working with uh mcdonald douglas which is now boeing here in st louis and they were offering up uh, what's called continuing education classes where you could learn different software techniques and, and different languages. And right about that time, the internet was just starting to explode. And I thought, well, I'm going to take Boeing up on this offer and I'm going to take these classes in internet programming just to see what it's like and how, how you write programs on the internet. And so I did, took a bunch of classes and thought, oh yeah, this is pretty cool. And yeah, you know, I was trying to think of how could I, what's a good project for me to learn this better. And Immediately, I thought of our fantasy football league, which at that time, as you can imagine, was paper and pencil. The commissioner sometimes got the stats wrong, sometimes didn't know what the stats were. Uh, we had to correct them. We usually didn't know if we won or lost a game for days. Um, you know, it was just typically what a lot of people say back in the early 90s. So I said, okay, I'm going to, as a project, put our league on the Internet and just see how it goes. And, of course, at first it was very rudimentary. I hand-entered the stats. 
Uh, it really was only for the commissioner. So the commissioner could go in there and, and figure out the scores and, and figure out the standings. But owners didn't have access at that time, but it was just for our league. And it was good. And then I made improvements and I let the owners get access. And, you know, like this is like 93. Uh, they were saying, hey, this is pretty cool. You know, you should, you should think about if you could make this more general for other leagues. And I just started doing research and I started looking, well, is this popular? Do people play fantasy football? Is this just something that's local? And as soon as I did the research, I realized, holy cow, this is way bigger than I thought. It's across the country. It's not just here in Missouri. Um, and, I, you know, I, I can make something of this. So in 94, I actually started writing real software for the Internet for, you know, make, made it more generalized so that other other leagues could put in their own rules and not just hand enter our rules. And I released it out there just to the public. I didn't even advertise it, just put it out there in 94 just for people to try. It got, you know, the few people that found it loved it, gave me a bunch of suggestions. And so in 95, I said, okay, this is for real. I'm going to make this corporation, call it Real-Time Fantasy Sports, and put it out there for real and for profit and sell it. You know, and didn't advertise a whole lot. You know, sold a few leagues, uh, but people started to find it. It grew faster than I expected. So in 98, we sort of had to do a restructuring because the way things were going, just me by myself trying to do everything was impossible. So we took on some extra investors in 1998, uh, reincorporated here in Missouri. We were incorporated in Ohio. Uh, we reincorporated here in Missouri, and the rest is history. I mean, from that point on, things just grew by leaps and bounds and I don't have the time to tell you all the wonderful stories of, you know, growth and, and growing pains and, you know, different crazy things that happen along the way. I'll just say that thanks to um, an incredible cast of people, uh, we've allowed this to grow and become successful, and it is what it is today. That's awesome. That's an awesome story. I didn't even know all the details of that, and I, I loved hearing it. And just to follow up on that a little bit, how many companies were out there at the time when you started as well? Was there just a handful or was it starting to grow at that point? How, how many were, uh, how many fantasy operators were out there at that point? So in, in 95, when we incorporated, uh, I did a search for other companies that were fantasy companies. And honestly, I found zero. Now it doesn't mean we were the first, we have a running joke um, in the industry when I go to these fantasy sports trade association meetings that, no, we were first. No, we were first. You know, my fantasy league claims they, they incorporated in 94. That's possible. I didn't find them in 94. Um, of course, there's a company here called CDM Fantasy Sports that was did not have software. They did everything by hand, and you faxed in your lineups, and they did the calculations and faxed back the results. They they were doing that in the early 80s, and that's absolutely amazing. They had, they had banks of fax machines for you to put in your lineups and, and you know get your results back sometime later that week. But as a pure software company on the Internet doing fantasy, Honestly, I don't know if there were any. Again, my fantasy league and us, we like to joke with each other and say, no, we were first. No, you were first. But it really, if there was if there was one other company in 95, I'd be surprised. So obviously you've been in the industry a while now. You talked about the FSTA. You used to be on the board there as well. So you're 
pretty ingrained with all things fantasy. Can you just talk a little bit about how things have changed since you started in those early days to now? Obviously, there's been a ton of growth, so maybe some bullet points of some things you've seen change through the years. Um, boy, uh, you know, in the early days, it was a small group of small companies that were sort of a fraternity of companies starting up things growing by leaps and bounds in the commissioner industry, you know, and off of that stemmed, you know, the information industry, in other words, uh, magazines, uh, just, just services to give you data information, um, things like that. Those companies were early on and they, they're the ones that were growing like crazy. It didn't take long for the bigger boys to jump in the CBSs, the ESPNs, the, you know, the yahoos, to, to jump in um, and sort of it allowed it to grow, but it also was stiff competition. The biggest change, as you probably know, Jeff, is in the other side of the industry, which is the gaming side. Um, until probably 2005, there were maybe a handful of companies that dared to allow have fantasy contests because it was really unknown whether or not this is legal or not. And then in 2005, Congress passed, you know, a, the UIGEA, the Unlawful Internet Gaming Enforcement Act, which said that there was a cutout that said fantasy is not gambling, that is okay. And the minute that came out, boom, here came the, the money leagues and the contests, including us. You know, we started doing that. Um, and then that pushed the envelope. You know, we started having season-long fantasy contests. Okay, great. You know, because they're season-long. That is a game of skill. I can, I can attest to that. And then they became shorter contests and shorter contests. And then daily contests where you can pick just a roster from today's games, whether it's football or basketball or baseball. And then it became a single event. So like just the Masters that you would just have a fantasy contest on. And that... You know, unfortunately, what that did is it pushed the envelope in the wrong direction. People started saying, how could this be a game of skill? You're you're having wagers on a single event. Um, and so that got other people involved, namely the states and legislators and, and the law. And so that pushed things in a direction that has been tougher for us, and that's to become compliant, um, to make sure that we meet regulations, to make sure that, you know, we do everything on the up and up, and that we also pay taxes now because every one of these states now wants you to be taxed on your revenue based on these contests. So we have to we have to fight that. Do we do it? Yes. Um, are some states some states have just put too high of a tax or too high of a price on companies like ours, small companies, to be in that state, like Virginia, like Indiana, uh, like Delaware, and that's a shame. So we cannot offer those games if you are purchasing your entry in that state. Now, people call from Virginia and say, hey, how come I can't play? And we say, well, you can. You just got to go over to Maryland and purchase your entry, and then you can play. It's, it's based on where you purchase your entry. But still, that's a detriment to our company. We have to fight that all the time. And we're trying to get into more and more states. We're trying to make sure we're legal. All that's a lot of work, especially for me, who used to be a software engineer and loved to write software, and now just you know, battling, battling lawyers in states. But that is the biggest change. Um, there, I'm sure there's other changes to come down the road. It's always evolving. But it's, 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 been, uh, it's been interesting, to say the least. Yeah, so let's talk about our company now, Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Obviously, it's the best out there. And in your opinion, what do you think separates us from other sites? I don't want to answer the question for you, but for me, a big thing that 
I look at when we talk about real-time fantasy sports and all of our customers is the community aspect of it. And I just feel like it's it's a great, uh, loyal group of users on our site, and I think that kind of is unique in the industry. But overall, what do you think kind of separates us from other sites out there on the Internet? Well, I mean, if, if you're going to name one thing that absolutely separates us from any anybody else that just makes us stand alone is our fantasy editor. I mean, that person is unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody that has somebody like that, uh, you know, just saying. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, he is he's a great guy. You may, you may know him pretty well. But, um, no, I always look at our company, Jeff, uh, as we're, we're a tight-knit company. You know, uh, the, the employees are tight-knit. Um, we are we do things together. We know each other very well. Um, you know, so and when the company is tight knit, then like you said, I think it, it brings that tight knit community feeling to our customers. And and I've always preached that our company is two equal parts. The first part is the software. It is, you know, we I believe we have the most in depth, detailed software. If you if you have rules that are really strange and you're not sure if we can handle them, chances are we can. We've been doing this 24 years. Chances are, you know, there's some things we don't we don't handle, but it's very, very, very few and far between. Um, so if if you're one of those people that just have this strange set of rules and, and you're not sure if our software can handle it, it probably can. That's the first half of it. The second half of it is the customer experience, the customer support the attention to detail with our customers, um, the fact that if you have a problem, you're not sure how to put in your rules or if a waiver wire works the right way, you call us. And we have a person on the phone that's an expert that's here in St. Louis that actually talks to you. And if it's not during those hours or if we're busy, we'll call you back. If you can't get us by phone, you send us an email. Within 24 hours, you get a reply that way. That is something that you know, you just don't get from almost every other site. I don't care who they're, big or small. They don't have that kind of customer support. And then, yes, we also do have content that we have writers um, that we know personally that help provide content. Um, Charlie Wiegert, you know very well, Mike Barner, um, Steve Gardner sometimes pitches in from USA Today. Of course, yourself. Um, all of this adds to to the user experience. That's unique that I don't think, honestly, anyone can touch. Between those two things, <clears throat> you know, yes, we charge. We charge eighty nine ninety five or one hundred forty nine ninety five if you're a commissioner. Um, but I, as I tell our users that always complain about, well, you know, those other sites are free and you're not. Think about it. If you have a ten team league, which most leagues are bigger, but ten team league, ninety dollars. That's nine dollars a person for that amount of money, you get an experience that you're not going to get at Yahoo. You're not going to get at CBS. You're not going to get at ESPN. Heaven help your commissioner if he just can't figure out how to use the software, Whether no matter where he's at. If he calls ESPN, do you think a guy's going to answer the phone and say, yeah, here's your rules. Here's what you did wrong. Here's how you correct them. That's never going to happen. Here it does. Um, and it's the the price of nine dollars, which is less than a beer at a baseball game, okay, to to have this year round, you know. So we really are we really are a unique company, uh, and I'm really really proud of that. Uh, it's probably probably the thing I'm proudest the most of is the attention to detail, both in our software and in our customer service. 
And you touched on the commission service here uh, with your reply to the last question. It's still our bread and butter of our company. It really makes everything run the commissioner service. Uh, maybe if you could expound on that a little more and just tell our listeners uh, what it has to offer. Maybe if they're not using a, the commissioner, commissioner service product on our site right now, it might be in a money league game. Could you maybe expound on our commissioner service and what it offers uh, our listeners? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I laugh at this because people don't realize this, but during our busiest time of the year, between the middle of August and middle of September, I actually come in and help the customer support people because, you know, they need the extra help. It's only for a month, so we're not going to hire someone to try to train them to only do a month's worth of work. So I come in myself. And so I get the calls and the emails from the commissioner people saying, how do I set up my league or this? how do I enter this rule or this or that? And I did get one email the other day saying, I've been a loyal customer for 15 years. It doesn't look like you added anything to the site. Are you going to add anything? And I just, I just had to laugh. I mean, if you understand the amount of detail and the amount of information and the amount of capabilities that we have added to our commissioner product in the last five years, let alone 15, it just blows your mind. Um, you know, 15 years ago, we unrolled a process where you can do waivers. You know, that was the new thing. Be able to have a waiver wire with your now. You can do waivers based on worst to first by record, total points, a tumbler, uh, blind bidding against the salary cap, blind bidding against the mythical cap, whatever you want to put in there. Um, that's just waivers. The, the draft, the capacity and, and the way the draft works and all the things a commissioner can do and undo with the draft. And you can have a draft, you know, fast draft or a slow draft and, you know, just all the capa uh, capacity we added to our draft. Not to mention, we didn't even have an app, you know, five years ago. And now we have an app for both Android and iOS. And our web pages, if you're just accessing our website on your phone, not through the app, are much more phone-friendly, much more responsive. Um, the content that we've added with more writers, uh, more data, the, the social media um, that we've tied in with Facebook and Twitter and, you know, this here, doing podcasts, your Sunday morning podcast, all the stuff we've added probably in the last 10 years, five to 10 years. You know, I, I wanted to answer this person and say, if you think the site's the same now as it was 15 years ago, I, I don't even know what to tell you. I mean, we've added immense amount of features, softwares, not to mention we're always trying to make our site faster. Um, we, we try to update your stats faster. We try to update your scores faster on Sunday. You know, we've had people say that they've been watching a game on satellite TV, which has a delay, and they look at their phone and the score updates faster on their phone than what it actually happens on TV. That's how fast we can update lead scores. We've added that capacity in the last so many years. It's just, you know, again, when you're competing against free and you're competing against the big boys, um, you have to be unique and you have to pay attention to detail. And, and we just have so much to offer in our product that, you know, there's other people that go, I, I will never change. I will never go to another site because all the things you offer to us. And if we ever have a problem, we can call you and it gets fixed. So I, I just, I can't, I can sit here all day and answer that question. Yeah, and Mark's not kidding. It's definitely our loyal users. There's guys that have been on this site since it started, and they just never leave. They, they once they get in and start using our product, they 
They don't leave so much loyalty on real-time fantasy sports, and we love it. So, Mark, you just mentioned uh, some features of the commissioner service. How about the flip side? And maybe talk about some of these games and contests we offer now. We have so many more than we used to just in the last couple of years. We've added tons of different types of games you can get in, different types of contests. Maybe people are just in commissioner leagues and are not familiar that we offer other type of uh, money league games that you can get in. Could you maybe talk about some of those? Yeah, I mean, wow. The the ones that we've added, you know, we started doing money leagues in 2006. Um, and we started with the basic season-long contest. Uh, you and 11 other guys get in, and the winner wins. You know, you put in 30 bucks, the winner wins, like, I don't know, 250. Um, it has grown from that to the, the range of just the price entries. You know, some people, the, our lowest entry fees like $20. Um, our highest entry fees is like $2,000 a person. Um, you know, and then we have draft masters or what we call best ball where you, you, all you do is you draft at the beginning of the year and you're done. Now you can't do any moves, any waiver moves. And we set the lineup each week dynamically as the games go on to make sure you have the best score. Um, people, <laughs> I love that because people get in those leagues, they realize their best ball, but what they do is they look at that lineup the first week and it's just random because nobody's scored yet. You know, the games haven't started. And so they look and they go, wait a minute, I don't want to start that guy. How do I change my starting lineup? And we just tell them, wait till Sunday. And then magically they, they, they tune in on Sunday and, they, and then they get it. It's like, oh, wait a minute, it's changing automatically on me. Yes, because if that guy scores more points, he moves to be a starter. All right, so those kind of games. Um, you know, uh, we, we ventured into, uh, about four years ago, we ventured into the real high stakes, high payout games. Um, the fantasy championship. We partnered with my fantasy league. Um, we realized we had to do this with a partnership with another, uh, well-known reputable company because there was no way we could offer a $250,000 grand prize. And ha you need a lot of volume of players to, in order to do that. And so we need to pull our resources with my fantasy league so that we can pull both those sets of players in. And as it been a smashing success, um, we sold out the contest the last two years, days early. And we had people begging us, you know, after Labor Day, please let me get in, in, in that contest. And we're telling them we can't. You know, it's full next year, not this year. Um, you know, we have one, it's one of the highest payouts in the industry. A quarter million dollars to the winner. Um, and it's always exciting and it's always fun when it comes down to that last weekend. It always seems to be like, you know, there's two guys battling it out back and forth on that last Monday night, um, which makes it exciting. Uh, so we've added that. We have unique contests. Uh, so we have our King of the Mountain contest, which unfortunately used to be where you could just pick the winner of the team, the game, but of course, that was deemed illegal because it's not using individual stats, so we quickly changed that to make it more of a mini fantasy game where you pick three players, but you can't use any of those players again once you use them once. So it's a very unique contest. People love that. Um, that's been very successful. Every year, there's a $25,000 winner. So those are always fun. Um, we've added playoff contests where it's just only the NFL playoffs. Um, so you just have a, a roster just consisting of NFL playoff players. And that's been a big success. Um, you know, we've we've grown into basketball and the baseball, so we have money leagues in those games as well. Um, it's just taken off. It's it is the fastest growing part of our company, uh, no lying. And I think part of the reason why it's growing so fast is not just because of what we offer, it's because we are extremely reputable. You know, we we pay our winners out 
quick. As soon as the contest is deemed official, we usually get the money in your account within 24 hours after that. Uh, payouts, usually you get the money on hand if you request a payment, usually within two weeks at the latest, which is way faster than anybody else in the industry. Um, so, and, and we, we don't short anybody. You know, you win, you win. That's the way it works. And once you get that reputation, people come to you. And I'm really excited. I'm going to tease this a little, but I'm really hoping to add new games next year. And they're going to be interesting and fun. Yeah, that was my that my next question to you. Uh, you don't have to go into complete detail of everything, but can you give our listeners a little bit of uh, what they can look forward to going forward here at Real Time Fantasy Sports, some stuff maybe that we're adding games and maybe stuff to the commissioner product too as well. Can you talk a little bit about that, what what the future holds here at Real Time Fantasy Sports? On the on the commissioner side, um, <clears throat> our, our biggest emphasis on the commissioner side, because we have so much already built in there, is just the user look and feel. So we still have pages that are a little bit outdated that if you try to access them on your phone, they're a little clunky, a little large, don't quite fit. Um, so we're trying our best to make all those pages web phone friendly, even on the web, if you access it through the web, not just through our app. We're always adding more features to our app on the commissioner side. Our, um, our live draft on the, uh, software on the app is amazing. It stands up to anybody in the industry. The things you can do on your phone. And you figure the size of a phone screen and all the things you can do in a draft room and how it all fits on there in a phone is, is pretty incredible. You know, being able to do waivers on the phone, being able to uh, add and drop players on a phone or change your lineup on a phone is all things that we've worked on and we're continuing to improve on on our commissioner side. Um, we're trying to make more, the more complex part of our commissioner product, like the waiver wire, a little bit more intuitive and straightforward for our users because that could be incredibly complex if you figure out all the different permutations of the way you can run a waiver wire and the days and all that other stuff. So we're trying to improve on that. Um, we're always adding new little bits and features and most of those basically come from the customer. I mean, the customer says, hey, can you add this? And we try to add it. Now, there's some things that customers want that are incredibly complex that, you know, we'd love to add, but I don't know if we can. Um, but there's some other stuff that they say, hey, can you add this to a report? Or can you make the waiver wire work this way? And we try our best to, you know, incorporate those all the time. Now, the, way, the commissioner product's been around 24 years. It's really hard to think of a lot of things that need to be added. There's some things, like I said, but they're really complex. But we're always adding either the look and the feel, make it faster, make it more reliable, um, or just add features that the that the different users want. On the money league side, that's where it's still growing. And I swear, our customers can think of more different types of games that I could never imagine. And you know, now the rage is guillotine leagues, which if you're if the people out there don't know what a guillotine league is, it's where the guy with the least number of points each week is eliminated, and then his roster goes back into the pool of players, and then the rest of the people can bid on them or pick them up on the waiver wire. You know, vampire leagues, where one team does not draft. The other 11 players draft, and the one guy that doesn't draft is stuck with the remaining players, but he's the only team that can do waiver moves during the year. The other player, the other teams are stuck with their players. And if you lose to the vampire team, then the vampire team gets one of the players from your roster. It's really cool. It's a, it's a cool concept. I'm hoping we can add that next year. Um, we'll see. 
It's, it's going to be a little bit of work, but I think our customers would love that. And then the third thing that we'd like to do, and we've seen this around the web, but it's not really the way I think it should be run, and that's uh, perfect lineups. So we'll give you a pool of players to choose from, and then you have to pick from those pool of players the ones you think are going to score the highest points at quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, defense, the whole thing. And if you pick the right players, if you pick the right 11 players perfectly, you win $100,000. And we'll have that every week of the season where you have a chance to win $100,000 every week with a perfect lineup. Um, we wanted to release that this year. We got behind. We're hoping to do it again next year. We'll see. Um because again, there's these other games that keep popping up, and it's like, oh, let's add that. It's actually fun. You know, we like to sit around during the off season and think of these games and think of how they're going to play. And some of them are successful. Some are. Most of them are. Uh, but you know, those are just a few examples. That's awesome. I, Vampire League. That's a new one to even me. I, I haven't heard of that one yet, and I'm. That's kind of exciting. I, I'd like to get in a, a league like that. That's a different format. So hopefully. We unveil that next year here at Real Time Fantasy Sports. Mark, uh, I really appreciate you joining me on the podcast today. Again, this is Mark Hanna joining me, president of Real Time Fantasy Sports. Mark, we will have to do this again maybe after the season, and you can talk about some more stuff that we are looking to do with football uh, after the season's over with this year. I'll have you on, and we can discuss some more stuff that we're going to do here at Real Time Fantasy Sports. Yeah, I'd, I'd love it. And, and and Jeff, you know, I don't know who your boss is, but demand a raise because you do a hell of a job. <laughs> that's all I can say. I'll definitely do that. All right. <laughs> Hopefully he's with me. Thanks, Jeff. All right. <laughs> all right. Take care. And that was my interview with Mark Hanna, the president of Real Time Fantasy Sports. I want to thank Mark for doing a great job on the podcast this week. And I want to wish everyone lots of luck in all of their week four fantasy games. This has been Jeff Power for Real Time Fantasy Sports. Have a great day.